Welcome to another episode of the Great White Buffalo Podcast. This is your host, Ben Mayfield. Today's episode is pretty awesome. I, I really enjoy it. It's the second time that it's just Nathan and I coming in here and just talking about just the things that are on our hearts and our minds. And we talk about a little bit about the Olympics. We talk about cell phones and kind of the toxic culture behind that. Then we go into a really fun questionnaire towards the last like 20 30 minutes of the episode where just answer fan questions and it's just a great episode y'all i think you're really gonna love the chemistry that nathan and i bring to the podcast just discussing different things that i think will lighten your day and enjoy listening to and next week's episode is also super it's gonna be super awesome and insightful and a little bit more spiritual based because i know a lot of y'all really like that type of content and so I just want to say thank you for listening, and you know we're on season two now. I keep calling it season two because you know I'm trying to rededicate myself to consistently putting out episodes of the Great White Buffalo Podcast. It's one of my favorite things to do. But as y'all know, I'm in school. I have a full time job, trying to live a social life. It's hard doing this, you know, consistently with good content. And so I just really appreciate y'all listening and being dedicated. Our last week's episode that we did with just Nathan and I, and the episode before that with with myself, Nathan, and Will Maxwell, shout out to Maxwell, have been some of our highest downloaded episodes. And so we just really appreciate y'all listening and being consistent and just loving towards us. So just want to say thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. You know, this is a passion project of mine, and I appreciate y'all just having fun with us and being part of the journey. So I hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Great White Buffalo Podcast. Wandering through the great plains of life, things move fast, sometimes a blur. Don't you let this bumpy road separate you from the herd. When you think the day is done, the sun is getting low. We're all looking for something rare, the Great White Buffalo, the Great White Buffalo. Podcast with Ben Mayfield. Welcome to another episode of the Great White Buffalo Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, you are adventuring with us in season two of the Buffalo Podcast. We got the new studio, it's going great. We're a little more relaxed. We got the 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 armchairs going on. And today, with me for season two, for episode two of season two, is the man that you know and love, of course. It's Nathan Dickens. How are you, Nathan? Man, I'm great, Ben. How you doing? Do Do you feel like I should like I don't know start paying you as a co-host? You're on so many episodes. Am I not? Oh, okay. All right. Well, in our future episodes, <laughs> no. We, I trust me. When I start getting paid, I'll let you know. Thank you. It's a. Uh, this is a. It's one of those things where I could, if I really wanted to, try to get some sponsors, which would be like super awesome. But I'm also like, this is just a hobby that I love talking about faith or nerdiness or whatever it may be. So it's kind of like pure right now. Yeah. I don't have to worry about we do sponsorship. do for the love of podcasting. Yeah. 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 Um, one day if I'm like, all right, I hate my job and I hate what I'm doing. I want to make podcasting a full career. Or there's some like 85-year-old lady that's listening who's like a multimillionaire and wants to sponsor me. By all means, That'd be let's great. do it. Yeah, please. Be fantastic! I'll give you a free T-shirt. Oh, and a hat, and well, and a sticker. I, okay, okay, I can do that. Yeah, I, I'll you can budge. do that. You can do that. I'll you budge. can do that. Yeah, we. I did actually just sold a hat to uh, one of our listeners whose mom, Vanessa, 
is going to be on a future Vanessa Meyer. She's an author of a book. She's coming in July. We have Bessie Frank. Uh, it's her stage name. Betsy's a musician. She's fantastic. We love her a lot. I've heard her play. I think Nathan's, amazing. Absolutely have you heard her play? Amazing. Oh, oh yeah, so good. And she's also. I'm going to ask her when she gets on here. She does songwriting of yeah. how to write songs, yeah. and I'm fascinated. I've written, uh, written, written some poems. Yeah, I know it sounds weird that I wrote poems, but I have, and so I would love for her to be like, look at it and be like, okay, this could be a song, maybe or perhaps work with me on it. Uh, but she'll be on here. I want to get. I don't have it fully booked yet, but I'm trying to get some big fishes uh, for North Georgia at least. You should. You know, my Brad Pitt not responding to my texts. No, uh, but the Beebs might. I mean, he's a local. Dude, you know? uh, he's all about the Georgia peaches, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. And, and I am a Georgia peach. You are. Uh, but guess what? What? It's been my birthday since we last recorded. Happy belated birthday. Thank you. Thank you. I'm 29 years old. 29. How's it feel? You know, Nathan, it's it's difficult. You know, some people listening right now, you know, are older than 29, like, dude, rolling their eyes. Some people younger, like, ancient. But I'm legitimately getting white hair. Like, it's it's very noticeable. I have white hair. It looks kind of cool. You know, looks like awesome. A little salt, pepper. But it's this weird thing of, like, I'm in my last year, my 20s. Yeah. And I'm starting to be like, man, that's like, I'm getting to the next, like, I'm physically getting to the next stage of life. Yeah. Whereas, like, part of me still wants to be, like, 23, 24. You know, that's, like, my favorite. Like, from 23 to, like, 26 was, like, just a lot of fun 20s. Yeah. You know, you kind of get a little more established. But now I'm thinking, like, oh, man, I'm almost in my 30s. Yeah. And so, and I was talking, you know, working in youth ministry, I work with a bunch of, you know, young high school students and, and middle school students. And there are times where I'm, like, I am, like, old like i can't relate to you anymore it's like i kind of i felt like i kind of could you know co- yeah. even college students i was hanging out with some some college students maybe 21 22 maybe 19 20 okay. 21 uh maybe the oldest one was 22 and i was still like oh that's a co- complete different season of life yeah and you work in college ministry mm-hmm. so like you know it's like Oh, they're still worrying about exams. They're still worrying about like what career they're going to do. They're well, worried about a big Friday difference. nights. There's even a big difference between like freshmen and sophomores and juniors and seniors. Mm-hmm. You can find a very big difference. Just and especially the new generation, Generation Z, that's coming up and all that. I think last year was their first year in college. Last year, or two years or something. Can't remember. Anyways, there's a very big difference. Absolutely. Yeah. I've noticed like today actually we're at Zaxby's after Bible study and there's maybe like six or seven of us and I was just watching and I get on my phone too, like if a text call yeah. you know, check my social media, whatever it may be. But I was looking and all six of them were on their phones. Some yeah. were still chit chatting while on their phone, but this all on their phone. And afterwards I was like I kinda made like a little side comment, they all put their phones down, like, Oh, you're on your phones. And and I asked one of the students later on, I was like, did y'all have like a great conversation? Like, oh, we had so much fun. And it's like, it was just so weird. It was like, to me, back growing up, there wouldn't be as much like cell phone. Like we're all on our phones. We yeah. would actually like look at each other and engage in conversation or whatever it may be. But they're able in this new, and if you have kids or y'all have seen high schoolers in particular, they can be on their phone and like still feel like they had a full interaction even though 
they're not fully interacting. Have you seen that? It's you know what I'm we, about? Well, yeah. I mean, it's weird because we're in the, especially uh, college students, most college students, even if they're seniors now uh, and younger, they don't, they don't know of a time when there wasn't a screen in front of their face. Mm-hmm. So it's very different than the way we grew up and even the beginning of cell phones. Like I remember my first cell phone, I think it was my junior or senior year of high school, and it was one that my younger sister and I shared, and it was just the original Nokia. and uh, Which is an old school. Like that thing can survive a nuclear. Oh, it, you know. yeah, it definitely could. Um, but we, like... It was bef- it was when text messages, text messaging wasn't even a, really a big thing because it cost ten cents. I think it was ten cents a text to receive or to send. Mm-hmm. But I grew up in a time where people used to get angry if you sent them a text because they're like, "If you need to talk to me, just call me." Like, don't send, like this is so silly. Yeah, absolutely. But the thing is, is that I don't. Cell phones are such a great tool, and if we can remember how to use them as a tool. Um, I think the hardest thing is, especially if you don't know what it's like to not have a screen in front of you, then it feels very natural and you feel connected to people and you feel like all those things are happening. I still think there's a big piece missing um, when that's very much all of your life. So for myself, and this is just personally, I don't think there's that. And that's the hard part is that some people use tools in different ways and, and, some people use them more often. Some of them use them for business and all sorts of things. For me, is that I just I got off my social medias. I got off of those things because it just I for myself it wasn't adding much and it was taking away a lot of time. And I like being engaged with people, um, and I like being disconnected. I like not knowing what other people are doing. I like people not knowing what I'm doing. I like I like being in the moment. Unless they ask you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just, like, it's just to me that, of course, if someone asks, I want to talk to people. I want to know what's going on with them. I want to to let people know what's going on with me, but not through social media. I don't want that to be the only engagement people have of me or of them. And I think it's, again, a great tool, and I'm not, you know, pooping on anyone that uses that mainly or... They have all that. We have to all have this self awareness and use, you know, the Holy Spirit to guide us and to to really tell us which way to go because it 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 kind of differs from people to people. I think uh, shout out to Avery Ross who's been on the podcast, good guy. He uh, he used to always say the the key to life is having moderation. Like yeah. when when you do stuff, everything in moderation. And so I think social media has gone out of moderation. I think for uh, and again, I think for most people, even of myself, it it does take over a lot of time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like to see every Sunday, whenever my iPhone gives me my weekly report of how often I I was on screen time, and I like to see wow, what what could I have been doing during those times or. Because it'll tell you, you know, you were average four hours a day, six hours a day, um, two hours a day, whatever it is. But for me, I think everything in moderation, because it's done some amazing things. There's some great things that it does. And there's cool things that social media does. But I just think overall, I think a bulk majority of people, and I've, I'm included in this, 
I think in a way we've just become slave to our phones. And to me, and whenever I'm out and about places, it's hard sometimes not to be like, ooh, let me take a picture of that or let me do this. And there's nothing wrong with pictures and wanting to solidify yeah, memory because pictures look, do say... I took a say, picture of you today. Yeah, and pictures do say a thousand words. And I think, I mean, we were just on your, you posted yeah, a story our next and we topic, were screaming, we'll... yeah. But it's just one of those things that for myself, I like to just sit and just be in the moment with stuff but that's how i process that's how mm-hmm. i am in general um and other people are different and there's nothing wrong with that it's just really being self-aware and really um even though it just because it may not be a bad thing doesn't mean that it's leading you to a healthier lifestyle and i think that's the hardest thing is that we we look at cell phones and we look at social media and we look at a lot of stuff and it's not inherently bad and so we're like okay well whatever we'll just keep doing it but what it's really training us to do and the way we think and the way we feel and the, our emotions i think it's doing a lot more to us than what we realize well i'm gonna slightly change get it. myself in trouble because oh, okay well we're just talking about you mentioned it the hawks won oh yes and i immediately yes. put on my social media that we won. absolutely I went crazy because well, I love the Hawks. Oh, absolutely. And and I work for the Hawks, so I was like, I I don't know. I, so I put it on social media, so I feel like I just got in trouble. Well, no, no, no. I, I, it was funny because I was speaking that, and then I was like, oh, we were just on your <laughs> just on your story. Media. But no, the the Hawks, man, they've been they've had a spectacular mm. year. They've been doing great in the postseason. They're coming back tonight. Was awesome because they came back yeah. at one point. June sixteenth is when we're recording this. Absolutely. So the, the, we just got three to two against the. 76ers. And we were down, I think, by 26 in the third and 18 Mm -hmm. at the beginning of the fourth. And (laughs) I I told Ben, as we were coming back, I told Ben, I said, man, if we can just pull within 10, even if we lose the game, I'll be super happy because it showed that we have grit and that we didn't just get blown out Mm -hmm. and it gives us a little bit of of energy going in. And they just, they kept moving and moving and pushing. You came over to the house, we were going to record, and it was halftime. Yep. At the game, and we're down yep. by 26, you know, beginning the third, 26 points. And I was like, well, I guess we could just record. Like, I don't really want to watch the Hawks lose, but we're like, ah, you know, let's just see what happens. So we watched the third, and like, okay, we're still losing. We're like, you know what? But the game before, they came back and won yep. by, I want to say it was less than 18 in the start of the fourth. I think it, was it was like 15, or yeah, it was, it, it, was, it definitely it was wasn't crazy, but yeah. it it was still like a decent 12, amount, 15, yeah. something like that. And so we're like, all right, we'll watch it. And then just like every minute or every second, we were just like hooked on the TV. We're just like, come on, Hawks, come on, Hawks. And if for those who don't know, I do work for the Hawks. Yeah. I do like a dance team with them, and I love it. Um, everybody asks me for tickets. No, I don't always have tickets to the game, especially like the Phillips Arena back in the day. And yep. then they switched to State Farm Arena. I want to say they lost like 5,000-something seats to make it more nice and add a bunch of stuff to it. The seats are kind of close together, so maybe they they made up for it. But, you know, so they especially when the Hawks are doing really well, tickets sell. So they don't give out free tickets to the employees. Sometimes when it's back in the day when we're playing against a, a team that no one wants to come see. Well, postseason especially. Oh, yeah, postseason for yeah. sure. Uh, but like regular season, if it's like a a Sunday night game or maybe like a Monday night, yeah. you know, it's a work night or something, you know, oh hey, we got like you know 
100 extra tickets. No yeah. one's using. And it's not LeBron yeah. coming into the yeah, town. Yeah, it's not you LeBron. Know? Yeah, some low market team like Charlotte or something. And so they cut nothing against Charlotte. If you live in Charlotte, I know Thomas does. And so, but anyways, so I love watching them. And it's one of those things of like, I've been to Braves games, and I will love the Braves. I have a flag of the Braves in here. I have all the sports teams in here. Yep. Uh, actually, excluding the Hawks, I took it down. It was my curtain. That's my bad. That's embarrassing. But the Braves, I will go watch them at the, the park, Yeah. and I enjoy it. I feel like I'm there. I'm part of the, the experience. We'll not watch it on TV. You won't? No, it's just it's boring. Dude, there's something about a Braves game in the summer that I just... I. <laughs> I love even just listening to the radio, putting on the TV and listening to them. But I, mm. there's something about the Braves in the summer, especially on a summer's night. If you've, for me, it's like, man, I've been working all day, and then especially uh, my my vision is that I've been working all day. I go home, I do some yard work or something. I'm tired, you know, maybe grab a beer or something and have <laughs> yeah. a beer and just watch the Braves. And there's something about baseball that. Is great because even if you nod off for like three, four innings, you wake up for the last three <laughs> innings, four innings, and you're good to go. You know, long, and you're like, yeah. oh, this is perfect. But I love watching the Braves. I, I think for me, when quarantine hit last year, mm-hmm. I kind of went off the 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 market of of sports. I would just forget what day it was. Oh yeah, some sport, especially no fans. Fans are. I love the atmosphere of the places, and I just kind of even I watched four full football games last season, and that included college and uh, NFL. I didn't watch a single NFL game last season. I, I mean... I watched the Super Bowl because we had a youth event, Yeah, that was it. I think the only full NFL game I watched was the Super Bowl. That's because I went to Will I, Maxwell's house. I think we watched one Georgia game together. I think that's the only one I watched. Maybe, yeah. Maybe. I mean, I, I didn't... I mean, I just would forget that it's Saturday. I'd be outside, and I, I loved it, though. I mean... I love sports, and I think there's something more than just the sporting event, the fact that it, the camaraderie and everything that it, it, it brings about. But it was nice to just kind of almost take a year where it was like, oh, football's on, and I'll just go hike. Or, uh, you know, oh, there's a baseball game. Missed it. All right, I'll, I'll catch the next one. It wasn't that big of a deal. It was like, okay, yeah. it's just another thing. Yeah, absolutely. And so, and I'm not a, a big sports guy in general. I mean, I love supporting my Georgia Bulldogs, you know, Atlanta United, Falcons, you know, Braves, Hawks, you know, Atlanta yeah. home teams. I even support Georgia Tech if they're not playing Georgia because my brother's a Georgia Tech fan. Shout out to my brother, Will. I'll support them somewhat. And Winston is a Georgia Tech fan. So those, yeah. those people are important to me. So, But Winston's dad, though, P-Dub, he will roast me. Uh, like if I'm like I'm here to support Georgia Tech, yeah, fake fan. Yeah, well, <laughs> the like, right, tech, tech fans and Georgia fans are different, and it it kind of reminds me of uh, the Big Brother Little Brother kind of syndrome. Oh, yeah, the Big yeah. Brother's always being up on the Little Brother, so Little Brother's so bad, like just wants to get him so bad, and all all he'll do is, you know, they'll remind you of the game they won in 1996 that should have been, or who who won the national championship last, or they just want to roast you so bad, and it's it's one of those things that you know every every few years uh, Georgia will lose to them, and then for a whole year you never hear anything else, and then Georgia goes on another run of seven eight years, and then they'll be like, but remember that one year, and it's like, <laughs> dude, I mean that it it doesn't really matter, but it, it kind of reminds me of like a big brother little brother situation, and, oh, and most sure. Tech fans, and I would say 
uh, most Tech fans, and if you believe you're a Tech fan, you you always root against Georgia, and you always talk as much trash. It doesn't matter what Tech's doing or how they are. But like, see, I grew up in the generation, I like the early two thousands to like two thousand two thousand ten, where Georgia beat Georgia Tech. I want to say it was like ten years in a row, like twelve years in a row, but Georgia Florida was always really close and went like any other way, and it was like usually Florida won. And so like, I, when I grew up becoming a Georgia fan and not being a Georgia family, like my dad wasn't didn't go to yeah. Georgia, my mom didn't go to Georgia. It wasn't like you her. had that deep seat hatred for Florida. Yeah, I had yeah. Florida, and I still hate Florida. Yeah, I think Florida is <laughs> the worst, man. It's the yeah. worst color scheme. They're ugly. Like, oh my gosh! Like, so for me, I hate. Like, I will never support Florida. Yeah. It, it's, but it's I didn't kinda, grow up hating Georgia Tech because they were never they never beat it, us. It, it very rarely, very right. rarely. But yeah, it, it, yeah. Just throwing that out there. But we to get back to the Hawks. They won. Oh, they won. They came back. It was beautiful. They and they even you know I guess the 76ers could have came back perhaps the last minute, but the Hawks were very strategic about it and smart, and they didn't do what most Atlanta sports do and blow. The little lead that they got. Well, and the 76ers just went cold in the fourth. I mean, they just weren't hitting as much, especially towards the end of the fourth. They they just they put up stuff that they were dropping. Embiid was not uh, hitting stuff that he was. A little fadeaway that he usually is money on, he missed. Uh, that would have put them in. That would either tied the game or put them within one or something, and then we went down. And, and So there was a bunch of stuff that happened, but it was really cool to watch and exciting to watch a team come back from 18 points in the fourth and they, you know, they put all their 76ers, put their starters down. So you expect maybe the, the Hawks getting, you know, five, six, maybe 10 real quick, then putting the, the, their, the 76ers putting their starting lineup back in and them just rolling like they have been. And they started putting their, their starters back in and we just kept going and it was awesome. It was so cool to see. Yeah. They definitely gassed out. I, once again, just love the Hawks. I'm on. A, I'm on a, a craze right now. Billy and I got to go to the last playoff game, uh, two playoff games. I guess it was tie one one, uh, in the Philly or not Philly? Yeah, Philly. I keep getting the Philly last Friday's game. Yeah, and they yeah. they won. So it was it was two to one. They won this. They won the game, and it was kind of discouraging because we're like, oh man, like we. Came well, that's to the, the that's the one game, game that they the Seventy Sixers made it known that. We're the better team in a way because uh, they blew out the Hawks, yeah. right? And they and they won two straight. That was the thing. Yeah. So they were like, I like, and they made a statement like, "We're the better team." We won the first game of the series, and then they yeah. won two straight. And so it was like, all right, like, geez, we get it. And so, and then tonight was like, all right, they're blowing us out again. So like, I thought it's going to be a a four one series. You know. Well, we as of tonight it was two two. Well, it, well, I'm talking about like. Uh, when they oh oh when they won last Friday, you thought they were just going to roll. Just going to blow us out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, and it okay, came okay. two one, and then yeah. uh, when the game number four, we were also losing in the fourth quarter. I was like, all right, whatever. But then we came back and won. It was like, what the yeah. heck? And then it was four. And then tonight, I was like, all right, I guess it's going to be three two Philly. Yeah. And then we just we just cr- we clinched it. Now, if some of you are listening, you're like Ben Nathan. We're not basketball fans. We don't know anything. I will say Tony Nunley. Who's a huge Braves fan? I know Robbie listens. I know a lot of people listen. He he even texted me. It was like, 
let's go Hawks. And so like it's just <laughs> it's just good when like you're you're in the playoffs. Oh you know? yeah, absolutely. Like I don't watch Atlanta United, you know, unless I go to the game. I love soccer. I know Nathan loves oh, soccer. I love we soccer. we grew up playing soccer. I love soccer. I understand soccer. You know more so yeah. than I understand like football plays or baseball plays, pitchers, or whatever. But I don't like keep up with them. But if they're in the playoffs, you know I'm watching Lenny United. You know if the Braves made the playoffs. You know I'm watching them. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know if that makes me a fair weather fan. <laughs> Maybe it does. But like you know, I like I like the and anybody who loves competition. That's why I love the Olympics. It's it's the do or die. It's the yeah. it's the elimination. You did know, you March hear, Madness. Did you hear about that? Uh, the lady who she's an Olympic runner and she tested positive for steroids. Okay. This is like this week sometime, but she's claiming that she doesn't do like, she doesn't do steroids. And so she was looking at like logging. She looked back on everything she had been eating and the day before she had a pork burrito and she's claiming that the pork that was in the burrito had steroids, and therefore the those steroids showed up in her system. Hmm. And there's some I I is don't that, is that possible? Like I don't know. I don't know enough about this. That's just what I, I the I, article headline. Yeah, it was, was it was something in the article. It was something about that. But they're and I may be completely off basis, but they were saying that some pork they do like there is steroids and stuff in it. I don't know if it's enough to show up on a test. I don't. I don't know how that works, but that's what she's claiming. And okay. so, but she she won't be allowed to run in the Olympics. Uh, she has like a four year ban or something, so she could miss. But could she like protest it and like get it like well, verified? I, uh, maybe, maybe. But oh, from what man. I understood, Is this was American. Yeah. Oh, from what on. I understand, is even if she protests, she's out for four years. But I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know Man, how that all works. That's crazy. And I, you know, again, that, I just read it that's real quick. That's why I didn't but, compete professionally. Oh, man, all yeah, the pork I had some pork rinds oh, and some bacon. Dude. And the NFL said no. Oh, yeah. Baseball, they took away all my achievements. That's, you know, it, it just seems like, that seems, seems to be your curse. It's like every mm-hmm. time there's about to be a test, it's like, I can't, I already had some pork. I had some pork, you know. <laughs> Honestly, I would have... I don't. I wouldn't need sponsors because I'd be a multi-millionaire athlete. Oh, and you'd have Wheaties. You'd be on the box of Wheaties. But I got and a stuff. weakness, you know. Oh. Throw me a slab of pork chops, well, and maybe, I'm out. You know, you know, maybe they they give you some pork. You could be on the the some brand of pork chops and some you know, bacon or something. I don't know. That's true. That's true, man. I didn't know ham was going to. I honestly, it makes sense now. I didn't know ham was my worst enemy. I and that go back maybe in that's time and tell maybe myself. maybe that's why you're just. You know, you maybe, just you, maybe God needed to to take me down a notch to humble me a little bit. Humble you a little, but then all that all the steroid use, you're looking jacked over there. Yeah, man. Yeah, with my one muscle come my belly. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> I'm loving it though. I mean, I love the Olympics. Just throwing that out real quick. They're in Tokyo this year, yep. you know, because they didn't do it last yep. year. They got postponed. And I I want to visit Japan. I feel like Japan has rich history. They have cool technology. Yeah. It's, you know, an Asian country that I've never been to Asia. It'd be so cool to go experience it. On top of the Olympics, like that would be cool. That would be so cool. Yeah. I think the next one, twenty twenty four, is in Paris. Uh, I know this because one of my youth kids is trying to, to qualify. Uh, they, For what? Uh swim. Oh, cool. She's a swimmer and she is 
fantastic. She's yeah. really good. Uh, and she's only a rising sophomore uh, in Well, high you know school. what that means. If she gets in, you got to go. Oh, she told me that I could be her spiritual coach. Well, then you got to. Like, you go. better start saving some money. Well, I just told her I was like, but Paris though, come on. Like, Paris is still cool though, man. Yeah, that's probably true. I mean, Paris I, is really cool. I've I've only heard three things about Paris. One, there's a pickpocketers there. That's in every city. Two, they did not invent the French fry. That that was just you know a lie. They don't even have <laughs> potatoes in France. And the third thing I heard about... potatoes and friends. I'm just, I'm just saying it. That's what I'm saying. That's what I've heard. Rumor okay, had Okay, okay. What's the and third one? The third thing is that, um, you know, they wear berets. And the only person that can wear berets are green berets. And I just don't know how I feel about it. It's a fashion choice that I just don't agree with. You know what I mean? There's, yeah. al- there's also the tower. Yeah. The Apple yeah. Tower, yeah, and I've seen that thing fall in many movies. I feel like it's Team not. America. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was thinking like GI Joe, Cobra, you know. But yeah, that's cool too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, there's also what's the one that's a national treasure when they like look at the Apple Tower, but yeah. it's like the second one that no one knows about because it's not popular. So stupid. Anyways. Um, I'll still go if she yeah, well, naturally, you in Paris. Go. I'm definitely going. yeah. You're definitely going, uh, and I'll I'll eat some French crepes or something. I don't know. I love French people. I hope I don't have a lot of French listeners right now. Going, you never know. Bonjour, Monsieur. You'll make a fun of my podcast. Well, you know who's whose mom is French. Who's that? You were just talking about him. Nah, Robbie. Tony. Oh, Tony. Tina. Yeah, his mom's French. I met her at the wedding. Yeah, Shout out she, to Caleb and Aiden Gray. They got married. She's did she, did she not have an accent? I mean, I don't I don't like to judge people by their accents. Okay, but I'm just saying you met her, so you would understand. She definitely she's had from, an accent. Yeah, she's. But I didn't know if it was like Italian. We were talking about it the French. last day at lunch or the other day at lunch with him. His mom's yeah. from France. Yeah, but that was I guess that was after the wedding, so I don't know if I put that together. I mean, I'm pretty sure she's from France. I think that's what we we're talking about. Or she's from Italy. I'm pretty sure it's. France. French, yeah, France. A lot but, of fact checkers. Yeah. People are listening right now, like, who in the heck are these yeah. people? Anyways, yeah, yeah Anyways. we'll ask them later. I would go. Would you go if you had to go to Paris or Tokyo for the Olympics? Which one would you rather go to? I mean, I'm going to Tokyo because I've already been to Paris. Okay, whatever, dude. Brag. Not much? to flex much, but I've never been to Europe. If I should go to Europe, yeah. where should be the three places I go to Europe? Go. Oh man, there's too there's too many. I know what first one I want to go You're to. You're going to say London, aren't you? No, no, dude. I'm not basic. London's awesome. Yeah, okay, at least okay. experience London. I'll, I'll go to London. Okay, there I want to see. That I want to take a picture in front of Big Ben. <laughs> oh, you should. I'll be like, hey, two yeah. Big Bens I'm taking a picture London. in front of Big Ben. Okay. Brag not again. Let's go, whatever. <laughs> uh, I want to go to Switzerland. Okay. And I want to like see go like, ski? the ski, the mountains and stuff. Yeah. I would love I would love to That'd see cool. that. Um, and get some chocolate. Isn't that Switzerland or is that Sweden? Or Switzerland. Switzerland, okay, yeah. yeah, they both have chocolate. Um, I would like to do that, and then I would like to go. I want to say it's Singapore or Portugal. Is that are Portugal, like, not Singapore? Where's Singapore? It's Asian. No, I don't think it is Singapore. Yes. Where's Singapore at? Singapore is. We're gonna fact check this. I don't. One, I think I don't Singapore's say, in Europe. No, it is not. I know Portugal is next to Spain, right? Yeah. And I've heard that it has a beautiful mountains, and like a bunch of saints have like. You know, hike those mountains and stuff and done things. I guess yeah. I just love mountains. No. Where's Singapore? Southeast it's, Asia. Yeah, yeah. But what country's in there? The Republic of so- Singapore. Oh, that's his own country? 
Yeah, there you go. It's in Asia? Yeah. I've told you that. I told you it was in Asia. <laughs> it's right next to what? Right next to... It's in like uh, like north of Australia in the little island chain. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, well, that's not like Asia. Asia. It's like I mean, it's... Australia, okay, here we go. So. No, it's Asia. Anyways, keep Is going. it closer to China or is it closer to Australia? Probably That's closer to I don't uh, I don't know. Wow, well, let's get a globe. Let's people. get a globe. Why don't you have a globe in here? <laughs> we should name like off offbeat countries and see if people <laughs> know what continent they're in. Be like, have you heard of this country? I honestly, Singapore for some reason I was thinking was in Europe. Yeah, no. Uh, is, is well, if you ever want to go, if you ever want to go to Singapore, you should. But no, it is not. Because I would like to go to New Zealand too. It's not. That's not my third. Switzerland. Portugal, my third place I would like to go within Europe is Scotland. Scotland would be cool. Yeah, uh, probably the three. Scotland would be really cool. What about you three? You've been to Paris already and London? Mm Mm-hmm. What the heck, dude? Were you like European? Dude, um, um, uh, my descendants, yes, probably, but... Well, when did you go to Europe? (laughs) Uh, I've been to Europe uh, a few times. It was... Layovers from coming back from Africa. Oh, okay. Yeah. But I got to spend, um, I've spent like, I think, two pretty much full days in London, and I spent like three days in uh, Paris. And three days enough to experience? Well, no, no, not at all. I mean, three days isn't enough to experience full, th- like, anything, I, I really think. But no, I we were flying back from uh, Kenya and our. Our direct flight from um, Paris to Atlanta, they had a bad snowstorm. And so it was right after New Year's, and there were some people needing to get back for classes. And so we had a group go to London because they were going to do a connecting flight. And then we, there were like 11 of us that said, well, we'll just stay in Paris till the next flight. And so that was like three days. And um, the airline put us up in hotels, gave us like food stipends. So we just would go around the city and look at stuff and in the snow it was really pretty and just toured around and then the other group went to london they got stuck there because the snowstorm hit there and they stayed there for like two days um but yeah no i mean it's cool i mean they're both really cool places i'd love to go spend a little more extensive time in london um and just go see some different things um but i'm I'm nervous about traveling internationally because i feel like i would just just be stupid. I don't know. Like, we have dollar bills. I guess you would have to go like get them changed for like euros. Well, you can. So, you it, know, and, and it like, depends and on what I'm trying to figure out how to do math. And well, it depends on what country you're in. But I mean, you fly into an airport. You can all like you just go up to. They have different little, uh, like money exchange places. You just go yeah. over with. You just bring some do, cash with you. But you can also use credit cards. Does a lot credit of cards. You know? I have that's about sounds so stupid. People. Like a different interest rate or anything? Or like does it work internationally? <laughs> like, yeah, different places. Not, yeah. So like if I go to I don't know, a store in like France and they have like a little credit card thing that you can put your card in like the chip. Yeah. And I use my chip, it's automatically gonna be able to do the transaction. The transaction yeah. of fifteen Euros is how many dollars on my credit card, you know, like they'll able yeah, to it'll, do it, that. Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah, I'm, I don't. See Are you why sure not. though? I'm pretty. I'm like ninety eight percent sure. Well, there's some international listener going. No, actually, you have to have a foreign uh, credit card. No, you can. I mean, it's all over the internet, man. 
man, it's in the cloud, bro. I did not know that. It's in the cloud, man. I, I really want to go. I should start traveling more. I have a passport that I haven't even used yet, dude. You gotta. We were supposed to. Well, you and I were both both supposed to go to uh, Mexico, Mexico that, yeah. on a mission trip. And so I had I got my passport, got it all ready. I was super excited that you were coming because we were Me hoping too. that you know maybe Wesley might become like a annual you know Wesley mission trip or whatever, and and Nathan agreed to go with us. And it was like not that I have favorite youth kids, but I absolutely do. It was like all my favorite youth kids. I had all like my favorite adults going. My boy Nathan's going. I was like, oh, this is gonna be the it's best be trip ever. And then you know this little pandemic happened and it shut everything down. Mm-hmm. So. Um, that's one of the top three things that, you know, kind of like I missed was well, that mission trips, one of them. So, yeah. Anyways, I digress on mission trips. What were we talking about? The Olympics? Traveling. And Traveling. Olympics, all sorts God, of things. God, and the Hawks. Man, it's just uh, a good time right yeah. now. Well, one of the things, and my birthday. The birthday. Turning yeah. 29. Uh, listen to this, man. I'm telling you, I think I'm getting to a point where I have to start. Maybe this is just a healthy thing. I need to start stretching every morning. I've a couple of times have bent down and pulled my quad muscle. <laughs> like I kid you not. And one of them was <laughs> it's so embarrassing. It was at youth, right? I'm, and we're at youth. We're all just chit chatting and talking, and someone like drops a pin, and I bend down. To pick up the pin, and I pull my quad muscle, like cramped it up, and I was like, ow, 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 ow. and there was like a sharp pain, and I was like, what the heck, what the, heck? I was like, ow, 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 ow. and like I go and like I like I hop away like to the, the the closet, and I lay down. I'm like, my leg hurts, my leg hurts, and the youth kids like kind of like running over, like, hey man, are you okay? And I'm like, I, I think I snapped my muscle, <laughs> like I just felt like like did it pop? I was like, I don't know, like like I guess it's not still in pain, but it's hurts and so I, I luckily my office mate shout out to pistol uh his wife is a physical therapist mm-hmm. so i was like pistol can we talk to andy and so he like calls andy up and he's like yeah you're just getting older man you just gotta start stretching <laughs> it's like what the heck and i think i'd done some exercise so yeah. i kind of like hyper you know like got it sensitive without stretching so that's that's the point of life that i'm in right now it's to the point where if i don't sleep right Sometimes my back is like hurting, like, kind of like stiff, oh, kind of yeah. like ooh, I, I crack it, yeah, you know. And it's like, man, you know, I don't know if I could, I can't, I could do toe touches, I could still do a toe touch. You might pull a quad, though, might pull a quad <laughs> muscle. Well, yeah, 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 the, yeah, I would definitely pull it. What's the what's the underneath the quad? What are these? Is that quad too? There's like the quad is the top yeah, muscle quad's the pot, that goes the like on your uh, leg, but the bottom one below the, your quad. Is that your dude, try? I don't no. Know. Triceps on your arm. Oh, dude, okay. your hamstring. Hamstring. Yeah, there you go. Ham- I feel like you're more likely to pull a hamstring, a hammy, doing a toe touch. Uh, listen, as you get older, you just pull whatever, doing random things. You're like, I-, I didn't do anything to pull this, but I pulled it. Have you Have you experienced that? I mean, you're 12 years older than I am. So. Yeah, 12. <laughs> <laughs> um, Shots fired. No, like I've I've had some pinched nerves in my back. and that Oh, is, that doesn't sound fun. No, it's miserable. I thought it's, it's is that old miserable. age or that just bad back situation? Like you just did uh, something. I think I don't even know, man. But I've I've had some. I know that if I like different beds, if I sleep on like something that's not stiff enough, then it'll like my back will hurt real bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, but no, I've I've experienced some things. You know, just getting older. That's that's what happens. But you just gotta start taking care of yourself. Well, you know. 
I uh, we were playing this game with you know Chris Davis, youth minister, and we're doing this youth ministry game, but it's a full contact sport, right? Mm-hmm. And Chris comes to tackle me, and I call myself the oak tree sometimes. You know what I'm saying? I'm rooted down, baby. You're not gonna hey, move me. Listen, this it's boy, all those steroids you're eating. Yeah, and Chris Davis, if you don't know him, just imagine a Chris man, Hemsworth. In Dahlonega, that is all you need to know. That's all you need to know. And this guy is ridiculously good at everything he does. Everything. To annoy, if he started a podcast, you'd probably have a million subscribers. He's just just because that's how good he is. Yes. Just everything he does. And so I always put him on high regard of competing athletically because I mean he was a college athlete, a college yep. pitcher, and so he's always better than me, like ping pong, whatever it is. And so this game, full contact. I'm a bigger guy than he is. But he's still, once again, Chris Davis. It's Chris Davis. And he goes to tackle me, like get out, like tackle me and kind of get out of my way. And he hits me and he dislocates his, um, or he broke his arm. He dislocated something in his shoulder. He did something yeah. weird. And it was like, it hurt. Like he was out, man. And, you know, I was like, ooh. And I felt bad, obviously. Cause, so yeah. you're saying your highlight of your athleticism career is injuring a person? Uh, kind of, yes. But here's the thing, though. This is what I was getting at, though, is I felt really bad. And he had to like, have go surgery on it. Like, it was, like, pretty messed up. I think he got workers' comp for it. But <laughs> I w- I'm getting to the point now. You were watching him going, oh, you old fart, and now yes. you're realizing, oh, my gosh. That's, that's going to be me. That's me. It's going to be some yep. young high school kid or college who's, kid. Who's just going to do a little thing. A little and thing, gonna and like, it's going to ah. dislocate me. And I don't yeah. know if I have the restraint of Chris Davis. I'm going to probably lay out some cuss words and maybe start swinging with an arm that's not dislocated. <laughs> like, you little punk. Like, you dislocated me. Um, I'm getting to that point now, and, and it worries me just a little bit. Listen. It's a beautiful thing. Age is a beautiful thing. I ought to say, you know, just one day closer to heaven, baby. Come on. One day closer to heaven. Man, it's a little, little sad and depressing, but I like it. It's a, it's, been, it's a realist in you. Yeah, it's the realist in me. I got it, man. Well, we uh, I was thinking about talking about this topic. We only have a little bit of time left. So I, don't, we might not, I wonder if we want to save it for... Let's keep going. Keep going. We got some time. Well, for the last, you know, a little bit of our a podcast here, Nathan, Nathaniel, Edward, is it Edward? Edgar. Edgar. Ah, yeah. man, I almost had, I'm almost a good friend. Nathaniel. Nathan, Ed- Nathan Edgar Dickens. It's not Nathaniel? No. You're, li- you're lying no, to I'm me. I'm dead serious. It's Nathan Edgar Dickens. Why would they not name me Nathaniel? Isn't Nathaniel Nathan? Isn't Nathan short for Nathaniel? It can be, but you could just say Nathan. God, my parents. <laughs> my 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 great granddad's name uh, was Nathan. Okay, so it's like or, it's like a family. Wait, name. let me see. I think so. Yeah, I think his first name was Nathan. I got you. So Nathan Egger, after Jay Egger, who were probably yeah, this is my dad's middle name's Edgar. Huge FBI fans. Absolutely, we're yeah. we're big uh, Edgar Allan Poe fans around. Oh, is this, that one is yeah. some dark poetry? Is it tapping? Was it tapping? Tap, tap, tap. No, is it the Raven? Drip? Yeah, was it the? Tap? Oh, you're talking about the Telltale Heart with yeah, the tapping, with tap, the, tapping. The, the heart. Yeah. Oh my gosh, yes. Yeah. Can I tell you a true quick story about oh, that no. before we get into the last section? In the eighth grade, we do the Telltale Heart. Uh-huh. Right? You read the Edgar Allan Poe. Mm-hmm. Ooh, my God, he's so gothic, whatever. Dude, the guy's probably a punk weirdo. He married his, like, first cousin who was, like, 16. 
the guy's kind of a creep. Back but in the day. Back in the, <laughs> I mean, back in the day, guys. Come on. I mean, come on. They didn't have social media. They couldn't come get on. I mean, they couldn't, get couldn't get no. canceled then. Uh, keep it the family. Had a different expression back then. So we read this, right? And this is how my mind works. You know, I like nerdy stuff like Star Wars, Harry Potter, stuff like that, because I kind of like expanding upon like ideas. Like, oh, yeah. this would be cool if like Yoda did this or whatever. I do that with everything. And so we looted the Telltale Heart. And if you don't know Edgar Allan Poe, you know, it's basically he kills this guy. Um, and he like he watches him because that guy I think has like an eye that's like thumping, yeah, and it's just like, like making this noise. And in the in the in the it's a poem or a book, or whatever it is, it like short story. It comes in and it's like, and he slowly opens the door, and he talks about watching the guy just peeking through the door and watching him as he sleeps and watching him and watching him. And it's just like just super creepy, right? That eventually he just slowly opens the door and then he goes in and then he murders the guy, right? But then after he murders him, he like puts the body underneath the floorboard or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then as he sleeps, he's like, doom, 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 doom. And here's the heart tapping until he goes crazy, right? It's the whole story. In eighth grade, we're all reading this in a, a classroom, lights are on, whatever. <laughs> I get home that night, and I cannot, and I'm going to say this word, effing sleep, because <laughs> I'm in eighth grade, and all I'm thinking to my door is, and oh, someone yeah. staring at me as I sleep. Like, Miss Downing, eighth grade, I am now horrified. I cannot sleep. I feel like someone's staring at me, and they're slowly trying to... That's probably where my fear of home invasion came from. See, and I'm glad it, I'm, I don't, it doesn't bother me you're talking about it. I was just thinking about, oh, I'm going to have to drive home, and I'm going to have to sleep in my bed, but I have a great Dane that sleeps with me, and okay. if anybody comes in that room, she will tear them apart. So I feel a lot safer doing, you know... Yeah, being well, there. well, I well, I don't want to tell my audience I do live alone, so I hope they they're like, oh, not, I have so many crazy fans, <laughs> yeah. dude. You, you know, never some know. Stalkers, yeah. It only his takes, address is. It only takes one person. Yeah, you know, that's to, true. To ruin it for everybody else, and then it's like, all right, now I have to record off off campus. But man, that gave me some straight up fear. Just throwing oh, yeah. that out there. Yeah, uh, some creepy stuff. Because my imagination just went like kind of like yeah. went crazy with it. But we have some questions. Sorry, I, I you know how it going. Oh, you, uh, you know, I understand. Um, and then, like, his death is a mystery. Have you ever heard about this? Edgar, Edgar Allan Poe? Poe's? Yeah, like, his no. death is a little mystery, and they think it's like he was murdered because it was like, you know, a, a, a rival poetry writer. It's kind of cool. Huh, I mean, not interesting. murder, but just like the mystery behind it. But we have some questions that were submitted okay. to the Great White Buffalo podcast, and my phone's about to die, so I hope this doesn't go well. Uh, it says here, Movies are coming back from the pandemic, which is true. Yeah. Uh, what are you hyped to go see? Interesting. Uh, well, I haven't, uh, I haven't been in the loop of what's coming out, but I do know there's at least two movies I know you're excited for. Well, I, Top Gun. They didn't release the new one. No, they haven't released Top Gun two. So yeah. I'm ready for Top Gun two. I don't know when that's coming, Dude. but I'm ready for some Top Gun two. I, and there better be a volleyball scene because I'll be angry if there's not. Okay, true story. I've never seen Top Gun until about what? until oh, the pandemic, okay. and then I was like, you know, I watched Top Gun. I was on Amazon Prime and I watched it, 
and the volleyball scene is only like a minute and a half. I long. know, but it's so it's iconic. So short. It's so iconic. Oh, I was just expecting it, and then like no, uh, it's it's very quick. When they're walking, and it's like I got a need for speed, and like they high five, and everybody says that. Once again, only said like once, and it was like. It's four it's, seconds. It's iconic. It's iconic because it's so ridiculous. Like especially it was like eighties baby. It's the eighties. It's it's so typical eighties movies. And so it's just it's it's so iconic. Because anytime you play volleyball, what do you think? The top girl, yeah, girls. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. That's okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but you think of top. Well, yeah, yeah, for, yeah, okay. okay. Yeah. No, you're right. <laughs> but I mean. If you're thinking of movies, mm-hmm. then your first thought, <laughs> if you're a little bit older, is the Top Gun scene, and when they, they're playing the, uh, what I can't remember the song right now, but I'm thinking of it in my head. I can't remember the name of it. Nah. But either way, like that's what you think of, and everyone always does like the stupid high five and diving around and stuff like that. And they're but playing it's jeans just, too. They're playing, yeah, they're cut playing, off jeans. Well, jeans. no, not all. No, of what, what, yeah. I was, yeah, what I was wearing, like, yeah. I think Goose. Is wearing straight up jeans. Yeah, it's while so playing. funny. It's like, oh my gosh, this is so. And like, they have like the mustache too. Oh, like it's the, beautiful. But yeah, that is true. No, I'm, I I love Top Gun. I love the first one, um, and so I don't have any anticipation that the second one's going to be all that great. But I think it's going to be cool. A lot of action. I just love too. And I was watching it. They're like, "Are you trying to do a?" A flip down turn attack pattern that is like alpha formation. I'm like, I is that hard? Like, like I'm watching this. Like, I don't know anything about piloting. I don't know if that's hard or not. Like, it's okay. Like, but it's just funny. They're like, oh man, like you can't do the the alpha flight, you know, Sasquatch formation <laughs> 360. And it's like. I, yeah, because I just love all the flybys <laughs> in the the first one when they're like, "You're not good for me. You're requesting to do a flyby," and they're like, "Oh, that's a it's a no go," and then he just does it anyways, and coffee shakes goes over everybody. It's funny, but the uh, the black guy that's in the movie, I don't know if you remember yeah. him. I can't remember his character's name, like Lieutenant something. Uh, he's also the guy from Walker Texas Ranger. His, yeah, like, it was like his best friend. That was like it was like my favorite character. Uh, oh, yeah. From Walker, Texas Ranger. Not that there's a deep cut reference deep there. Deep cut. But one of the movies that I'm excited for that is Fast 9. Fast 9. I love the Fast and Listen, Furious one of, one of our friends said it best when he and, said... The and he Fast, said it with like five or four came out. He said the Fast and Furious movies are the Star Wars of our generation. And, you know, <laughs> at, at first I thought maybe you're being ridiculous. And now I'm realizing he might be a prophet because he's just going through it. And yeah. he said it... At a preview of one of the Star Wars movies that we were all at, and I thought Ben was about to choke him out because he kept saying it, and Ben was like, "You're kidding, right?" He's like, "No, I'm dead serious." And Ben started getting ill, like he just started well, getting red and shaking. He's like trying; yeah, he couldn't like, even uh, get the words to explain all because he was so baffled. That's exaggeration. It is not uh, exaggeration. And the funniest <laughs> thing is, on the way home, <laughs> our buddy James goes. Man, I was totally kidding, but when I saw Ben react, I just doubled down. <laughs> <laughs> well, because well, he was like, it was funny. And I think, I don't know if it was me or somebody else said, I'm pretty sure Star Wars is the Star Wars of our generation. And like, kind of like went and he's like, no, 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 it's Fast and Furious. And it wasn't, I have to do the math on it, but it was like Fast and Furious, like five, maybe six. Like it was before, like. I guess that's still a lot of movies already. Yeah. But it was like before, like how big, you know, 
seven was with Paul Walker, you know, then like eight, and then like the Hobbs. It was when the Fast and Furious were still, and they're still very ridiculous. Yeah, but it was just they weren't billion dollars a movie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, So that was like he was ahead of the curve on that. And I was like, just just admit that Star Wars is better. Nah, man. Uh, <laughs> I will say I do enjoy it in the note. So I'm I'm excited about that. And then the other movie, just and then before we go to the next question, but is Black Widow is coming out. The next the oh, first yeah. Marvel movie. Because yeah. they didn't do a single Marvel movie in twenty twenty. They done a Marvel series in twenty twenty one with yeah. WandaVision, Falcon and Winter Soldier, Loki, which yeah. is really good. Loki's fantastic. But Black Widow's the first movie. And it comes out in July, so I'm excited about that. So the next question we have from our listeners, and don't forget, guys, every once in a while we put this on our Instagram to do, like, questions, and yeah. y'all can respond. We love doing it. Be perfect. Uh, what's the toughest job you think you could swap with someone for a day and be good at it? Ooh, that's a great that's, question. That's a great question. What's a job? Shout out to, who was that? My brother actually submitted that one. Oh. Shout out to Will Mayfield. Little Will. A job that you'd be good at, you think you'd be really good at for like a day, uh, and just crush it. Hmm. Man, I, you know, I'm I'm gonna go with some sort of lawn care business mm-hmm. because I, I love that. cutting grass and I'm very meticulous. Like I, I love, I love doing lawn care, like weed eating, like making sure that it looks good, not just cutting the corners where it's like, oh, that's close enough. Like I like making sure that it you get enough with it and I enjoy that kind of stuff that I think that I could do it for a day. And I think I could only do it for a day because I would be wiped after that. Cause you don't think about it, but like they don't just do one lawn and then they just kind of take their time. They're cutting so much grass and they're, and they're in the sun all day. That wipes you out. That makes you tired. Yeah. I would, I would not want to do that. Or, or let me take either that or, I think I've discovered that if I retire, I either have to move to a city or I have to do something, and I give some sort of tour. There was a couple years ago. Is that a tough job, though? Yeah, to remember, remembering all the facts, letting, oh, okay, getting okay. people engaged, yeah, yeah. not just driving them around, but you know, like those, uh, those, like the ghost tours in Savannah or Creepy. taking people around. Yeah. But there was one day that I was. Uh, over Christmas break, this was a few years ago, that we, my older sister and my brother-in-law, and at the time they only had two kids, and they wanted to do one of the uh, uh, horse carriage rides around downtown Dahlonega to look at the lights and all that type of stuff. Classic. Well, we were sitting, uh, we decided, they were like, ride with us because they could hold the babies, so there's three of us on one side. And on the other side, there were these like three or four Buckhead Bettys that had come up for you know, see the lights and they were just enjoying themselves, went out to eat or something. So we all shared a carriage. As we're going around the square, I was like starting to tell some facts about the square and some of the buildings that I've been, you know, I've read about or that I've kind of just heard, just heard yeah. and all this stuff. And so at first I was kind of telling uh, my brother-in-law and my sister and about halfway through the ladies are engaged too. And I'm telling everyone, and not only that, but we're going through, and the guy that's on the horse and carriage is asking me questions and like, oh, really? Well, what's that? What's that? And I am, I'm loving it. And I, I was, I was telling them about like the because they go by the diving bell that's in the back and how they used to use the diving bell and where that diving bell was found and like, 
all these different things. And I think it's a hard thing because you have to remember stuff, but then you also have to have the personality to engage people. And I do cadence, too, because there's other things. Other things going on, like what are people interested in, all that. And I was like, this was so much fun. Like, I love doing that. And I love history, and I love those types of things. Um, And I think the hardest, the hardest of all the jobs, those, those two are hard. And I'm just, this is coming out. Yeah. If I could do something and I could be really good at it for a day, the hardest thing would be archaeological digs. But I understand, like, if I were to go to Egypt and I was doing archaeological digs, like an old... Um, you think you'd be good at it? I'm saying if I could be good at it. Well, that's not the question, though. I'm like, what was it? it well, I think the toughest well, job that you think you could swap for a single day and be good, and at, be good it? at it? I think I could do the dig part... Um, and like the being meticulous because mm-hmm. I'm very meticulous about like the brush and not breaking things. I want to be good at like the translating or hieroglyphics or anything like that. But I love I've seen too many stuff. movies to be like. No, no, no. I watched I watched a documentary about the, the tomb mummy type stuff. Yeah, the tomb that was discovered. National Geographic did a documentary a few months ago, and or they released it a few months ago about this tomb that they had just discovered, and you you could ask my old roommate Joe Cop. I was watching with him. I was like we were tonight up in our seats watching. I was yeah. doing that. My heart was racing because I, I love history. I love history. I love older things. I, I love learning this stuff. About you. you oh, know, dude, I'm a history buff I too. love it. And so, like, I just get amped about it. And so, I was like, I could do archaeological digs. I could do the dig part and be good at it. And that w- that's tough because you're in the hot sun. You're doing all that. You having to move. You can't just come in with a shovel. You know, you got to move stuff buckets and if you hit something you got to be meticulous about and i could do that part but that's Mm. you know that's just do you have a particular historical period that you enjoy or is it just like kind of dabble in everything just kind of dabble in everything because i I was going to be a history major my thing with history history major the thing is with history that i'm terrible about is that i can either remember dates or names i'm very bad at both like Mm. connecting those but i can get the I get like the overall picture of what was going on during that time, but I I still love it. Like anytime I drive someplace, especially if it's just me, I've turned into the old man that stops at the history signs and and sees what happened there and and like I love picturing oh, yeah. those things. Like I got to go recently. Here's a, a, a side note, and I'm sorry I'm talking a lot, but we went to Kentucky for this conference and outside of Lexington on Cane Ridge. There's an old Presbyterian church there that is the site of the Second Great Awakening. The Second Great Awakening just spilled out from there. They had like oh, at one point spiritual revival. Yeah, the Second Great Awakening that happened in America and all over the world went everywhere started at Cane Ridge, and there's this old church that they've they've actually built a building around to preserve it, but it's on this little ridge in Lexington, Kentucky. And it's just out in the rolling hills of, of Kentucky. Um, it's on the outskirts of Lexington. But they said over 20,000 people came there, horse and carriage. And at the time, if uh, during, I forget which year it was, but at the time when that happened, if it was just Kentucky residents that came to that, which it wasn't, it was people from all over the U.S., but 20,000, I think, was, I think half of Kentucky's or half or a fourth of Kentucky's population 
all the state it was 20 over 20,000 people but they would yeah. come in by the thousands and the spirit was just dropping and they'd have five or six preachers they'd have one in the 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 church and they'd have like four or five outside on just stumps preaching and there'd be thousands of people and people would come from all over and the spirit would catch and they'd go out and they like it was amazing but i love anyways i love history i love yeah. that type of stuff but so what about you ben <laughs> yeah. enough about me um well you have fairly you'll be a lot really good at a lot of different jobs um, archaeologist, tour guide. Okay, archaeologist was a. Well, I, I forgot that the question was what you could you could be good at. Just the digging part, which is just a labor. It's just not. The there's the, there's oh, the first one's lawnmower, right? Uh, well, the first two were like I think I could be good at those, and then I just started thinking tough. of things that I would love to do if I could do them. And I got down the arc, the yeah, it's our daydream. I'm sorry, I just uh, went no, down a rabbit hole. Yeah, there. I loved it. I was I was with you. I was on board. You're taking us down a tour right there. I'm just about to start telling you all the jobs. If I could be good at it, I'd do a pilot. I'd be a pilot. <laughs> Scuba diving. Love it. Uh, boat was, captain. If Any I was boat. thinking of like, like a tough job that I might be, like, I think I'd be really good at, just for a day, I would try SNL. I think it's really tough Ooh. to do like live performances and like memorize lines and write sketches and. I think it's a really difficult job that yeah. we just kind of go, ah, oh, they're just, you know, actors, they're spoiled or whatever. I think putting on a live production is is difficult. And so, but I think I have the entertainment value. I don't know. I obviously have never done sketch comedy or uh, improv yeah. before. But I think I have like maybe like a knack for it. Like a I really Farley. thought you were going to say Jedi. No, I, was, I wasn't going fantasy, but... I, I wish I could. I just feel like... A professor at uh, Hogwarts, you know, I think it'd be really difficult. Black Ranger? The Black, I could be the Black Ranger. You could. Um, I would love to do that. But anyways, well, that's um, that's all we have for those questions. But we'll get questions next time, too, because we have a bunch of them that people submitted. So we appreciate that. We always like to end the podcast with words of wisdom. We're season two, episode two right now for our new season yeah nathan what are some words of wisdom nugget of wisdom that you like to end the episode on you miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take wayne gretzky michael scott Mm, absolutely that's fantastic i think mine's going to be when you're down in life by 18 points in the fourth you got to dig deep and believe yourself and rise up just like the hawks did and the words of Trey Young, it got real quiet in here. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to the Great White Buffalo podcast. Nathan, thanks for being here. Thanks for having me again, Ben. Dude, you know I love you, man. You're always invited. Uh, thank you for listening. We're kind of doing this casual format, as y'all know. Nathan and I are just kind of talking about whatever kind of is on our heart and our minds. And uh, we had a lot of really good response, Nathan. You don't really know that because you don't do the the information on the social media but we had a lot of really good response people saying that they love the format they love the casualty they love the, not the casualty the the casualness yeah. of it and they love just us talking and being human they feel like they're connecting with us as as people and as as host of this podcast and so well, may, you know maybe we can find a way to do that and bring in some of the you know if y'all got spiritual questions because ben and i could talk spirituality God, stuff I, I really want to May, talk maybe about there's maybe there's some stuff that people are like you know what i 
I just want to have a real convo. I want to hear a good convo on this. You know what I'll that. do? That'd be I, good. You know how I, I've been putting the question format on social yeah. media? I'll put, like, do you have any spiritual questions and see if you might. See if anybody wakes wakens that. that. That'd be cool. Um, yeah, that'd be really cool. We'll do a spiritual episode next one uh, for sure. And so just want to say thank you all for listening and subscribing. If you haven't already, if you could leave us a five-star rating on Apple, follow us on uh, social media at the Great White Buffalo Podcast on Insta. You know, we talked about social media being kind of, uh, if you still do it, please do follow us. We love you so much, and thank you for listening to the Great White Buffalo Podcast.